Now back to the Ty Butler and Brandon Jacobs show on 98.7 ESPN. Ravens have been the best team all year long. But, I mean, this is this is uh that mountain they have to 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 climb, overcome Patrick Mahomes. All he all he does in the postseason is win. He's actually only lost uh three playoff games before. He's what, 14 and 3 in his postseason career. Two of the losses came in overtime. Uh, where he uh, one two of the losses came in overtime. One of the overtime losses, he didn't get a chance to touch the ball, and then the third loss was in that Super Bowl against uh, Brady's Bucks, where he had a just a, a depreciated offensive line. So uh, it takes a lot to uh, get this guy out, and we'll see if the Ravens have what it takes. And then, of course, tonight we'll get the NFC Championship game: Niners against the Lions. What a story this would be for Jared Goff, man. Let's show him some love. He gets uh, he helps take a team to the Super Bowl. He gets he then gets traded. Sean McVay decides, yeah, you're not good enough, and it worked mm-hmm. out for them because Stafford helped them win the Super Bowl that year. But this could be the rare win-win. Stafford helps the Rams win the Super Bowl, then Goff helps the Lions win the Super Bowl. Like that's just mm-hmm. that's awesome. It is, and it's like the trade worked out. It's all worked yeah. out. Uh, you know, everybody's happy and and and. You know, golf has his success going, and you know, I, it just everybody wins. And and typically, you don't see that. Typically, you don't see like everybody winning in certain trades. You know yeah. that that like sometimes like that doesn't happen. All right, so now let's uh, let's do something that I've been sitting on all week long, because last last time we were on the air. Uh, in our lead up to Chiefs Bills. I described it as the biggest game of Josh Allen's career. And I understand that a couple years ago, he played in a round further, right? He was in the championship round, and this was only the second round. But I don't think the expectations back then were as high as they are now. He's clearly improved. He's established himself as top blank quarterback in football, top five, whatever you want to say. So I thought it was the biggest game of of his career, and yet the Bills fell short. So... Before I, you know, discuss uh, and, and weigh in on that, I want to get your thoughts on what happened last week. What did you, What do you think it did for Josh Allen's legacy? Well, you think – well, Josh Allen, I'm going to tell you, man, I think Josh Allen is, is a good quarterback. I, I mean, we've been down on Josh Allen all season, but, you know, due to the turnovers, um, you know. But I do think the guy has some terrific tools that a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL don't have. There's not – he's the toughest quarterback in the National Football League, bar none. This is not close. There is not a quarterback in the, in the NFL that's tougher, you know, that's, that's, that, that, that plays the game, bring, you know, you know just that tough, hard-hat, lunch-pill type way. You know, he sells out for his team. You know, but it's, it's, it's certain things that Josh Allen that just – he just – can't get over the hump. This Patrick Mahomes thing and the Chiefs thing has just been something that's just been a witch just rotting his back. Uh, you know, so I, his legacy, I, I'm not, I'm not sure if I can put him, you know, up there with a lot of different quarterbacks. And I just think this whole Kansas City team is just is just haunting him and just holding him back. Yeah, uh, so I agree, man. I, I think he's phenomenal. I think he's fantastic. He is an MVP level. Uh, caliber type of quarterback. He's a guy who I would love to be understanding for my football team. But it's also, you know, worth noting that if he is as good 
as we all proclaim him to be, then simply being critical of a guy who in six years has appeared in one championship game, that's not unfair. Like, all week long, I got called a troll, I'm a hater, I'm misinformed, (laughs) you know, why does he have a show? Just because I said, you know what? The expectation for someone being called the Peyton Manning to Patrick Mahomes' Tom Brady should be that with the game on the line, the ball in your hands, you get your team into the red zone. The, ex- the expectation should not be that in back-to-back years, in the divisional round, you lose home games because after scoring 10 points against the, against the Bengals uh, in a playoff loss to Cincinnati last season, you followed it up by scoring seven in the second half against the Chiefs. So, you know, if we're going to exalt him and anoint him as, you know, clearly the second-best quarterback in football, then I do think that at some point, losses, yes, should be held against you. The same way we did for Aaron Rodgers. The same way we did for Peyton Manning. And we could go across sports. Jokic and Embiid. Like, every great player gets held to a high standard once it comes playoff time. But I got to sit there all week long and listen. Oh, it's the coaches. It's the defense. It's Stephon Diggs. It's never on him. It's never on Josh Allen. Never. And I've never seen anything like this. Where we just kind of move the goalposts. You, the people who picked the Bills to win this game knew Sean McDermott was the head coach before the game, right? So how the Absolutely. hell, all of a sudden, he's now the, 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 the scapegoat after the game? It, oh, it just drives me crazy. Because people have their narratives, and they're going to say whatever they need to say to fit their narrative, to make them right, to not make them look crazy, right? They don't want to blame the person that they like or the person that, 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 that they, you know, believe in more than anybody else. You know, it's going to always be someone else. There's going to always be someone else. But, you know, like, you know, Josh, he missed a couple of throws last week. He missed some throws last week in crunch time. In times where they was trying to, you know, uh, uh, you know, win the game. and but He also he, fumbled on that last drive. Now, yeah. to his credit, they were able to recover it. But that, that happened, right? <laughs> like, like, Yeah, but he was also the only offense for the team, in my opinion. You know, he had two, he had two touchdowns on the ground. You know, he had two touchdowns on the ground. Uh you know, he was the only offense for the Buffalo Bills in that football game. You know, he was the it. only player. You know what I mean? I get it. I, and, and this now gets, like, the narrative gets hijacked. Because when you criticize him, it's like, oh, you know what? You'd love him more on your team, wouldn't you? He's, he's, he's still one of the best quarterbacks. I'm not saying that the guy stinks. Obviously, he's tremendous. I'm it's not saying maker. that. Yeah, I'm, and I'm also not saying that he's fully to blame. But I just get annoyed that he gets completely absolved of it. We, we point to everything else, coaches, receivers, running backs, and it, it, it's always someone else. We can never just sit there and say, you know what? I expect that if we're going to call this guy Peyton Manning, that through the first six years of his career, he's not in the championship game just one time. Like, I, I should expect that because at some point – we will get back to analyzing and being fair when we talk about players. No special treatment. You don't just get grandfathered into you know this pedestal. You got to earn it in the playoffs. And so far, the results would indicate he hasn't. Well, who called him Peyton Manning? Who? Yo, where did this come from? Fam, the lead up to the game, we kept we kept seeing graphics. It's Peyton versus Brady. They're calling Mahomes Brady of this generation, and then Josh Allen is the Peyton Manning. Oh, instead, no, yo, instead of, which is disrespectful to, how about 
you know who you you know who has a rightful claim to be you know this version of Peyton Manning? How about Joe Burrow, who who two years ago beat Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs, who's who's taken his team to a Super Bowl? How about that guy? We we just leapfrog him and give it to Josh Allen based on what? Still, Joe still Burrow. can't beat Mahomes in the playoffs. Joe Burrow can't stay on the field. I, I don't. I, I think the guy's a great quarterback. Like, don't but he's at least taking his team to a Super Bowl. Yeah, he has, but he can't stay on the field. He's not dependable. He's not dependable. He's not dur like why well, shouldn't, shouldn't say dependable. Just not durable. That's the better. That's that's. He just he, he go out. Got got this finger. Got this going on. Got that going on. It's always something with him, man. It's always something with him. I get it. He had the, the torn ACL. Uh, that that what was that? His rookie season. He tore mm-hmm. his ACL. Rookie season, yeah. And then this year, the wrist. Like I get it, but. At least on his resume is a Super Bowl it's appearance. Super Bowl. Like mm-hmm. he and they were a play away from winning it. That's my only thing. Like we held against Lamar, the lack of playoff success. And I get like it's not apples to apples because Lamar actually performed poorly in those games. Whereas Josh, mm-hmm. even in losses, has been great. Which is why I'm not saying he stinks. I'm not saying like you know like he he is wildly overrated. I just think that the commentary on him sometimes is unfair. We hold we hold other quarterbacks to a different standard. Then we hold this guy. It's always someone else's fault, and I just, I just don't understand it. Who you're taking if you got to pick out of uh, Joe Burrow and Josh Allen as your quarterback? Oh, Joe Burrow, no See, question. I, I, I'm not that. I'm I'm going. I think Josh Joe Burrow is better. He might be a better quarterback, and I trust I, him more. I want the toughness. I want the guy who's going to sell out for my team. I want the guy who's who's going to take off running when no one's open. I don't want the. It I might want turn the, the ball over. Drop. Yeah, it might turn the ball the guy, over in a big spot. I want the guy who's going to drop his shoulder on the goal line to get in the end zone. I want that guy. I'm going. I want the guy out. who's taking his team to a Super Bowl. How about that? Yeah, <laughs> that's the guy. I, I want. I, I'm taking I'm taking Mahomes, of course. I'm taking Burrow, of course, and I'm taking Lamar all over Josh Allen, and and that's the problem. We've allowed Josh to leapfrog the line where where Joe and and Lamar to me are just better quarterbacks than him yeah. until proven otherwise. I mean, I'm not I'm I'm not gonna say that they're not. You know, I'm not gonna say that. I'm just for me and my liking and and, and from from my characteristics that I have as a. It would be a coach and player. I want the toughness over anything. I that, hear that. That's what I want. I just disagree. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Let's go to Jare in Astoria. What's up, Jare? What's good, What up? I just wanted to let you know that you completely swayed me on the Josh Allen argument because the way that you put it when you said that they moved the goalposts mm-hmm. for this guy because of the excuses that they make for him. Now, I'm a Giants fan and since 86. So I love football and I love defensive football. So to watch him get all of the excuses, and like you said about Lamar and his playoff losses as opposed to Josh's, there's a difference there. But still, if he's number two, if Mahomes is number one and he's number two, then he should be right behind Mahomes. Exactly. And on the field and the way we look at him, the way we see him. So I appreciate you swaying my mind on the Josh Allen. Appreciate you Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you calling. And by the way, I, well, all I'm asking the national media to do is to be as high on Josh Allen as I am. Because if you are that high on him, you don't look at a seven-point second half at home in the divisional round as something you can just ignore. 
You don't look at scoring 10 points in a playoff game last year against the Bengals as something you can just ignore. Like that last possession, I get Diggs dropped the pat and they dropped the ball. I understand that, but they still had multiple opportunities to get the ball into the end zone. He didn't miss the field goal. But does anyone think that with a tie game, a minute forty-four and two timeouts, Mahomes isn't driving uh, the Chiefs down the field for a score? Like, come on now. That's all I'm saying. Be consistent. Yeah, move. They moved the goalposts on side, like you said. <laughs> they wanted to be. They want him to be. They want him to be that guy, man. They so they desperately around. Want it. But you know, like I say, this season for Josh Allen was decent. Uh, but he led the league in turnovers, like I always say, every week. Um, but again, that guy got some time to go sit down and think about the season. I, I, I would love to see how he bounced back next year. I want to see what the story is going to be on Josh Allen and all these other quarterbacks. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in seeing what happens with Joe Burrow next year. I'm, yeah. I'm, I want to see all of this stuff, you know. Some of the quarterbacks that got down, I, I want to see what happened with the young guy from uh, from uh, Indy, uh, Richardson. I want to see, what, you know, how he bounced back because I had a – I wanted to see him this year with the athletic ability, the arm strength and stuff that he has. I wanted to see him and how the season would go with him. But, you know, again, like we got to wait till next year to see that. So I'm looking forward to next year's football season already. Now back to the Ty Butler and Brandon Jacob show on 98.7 ESPN. Yo, Tom. Yes, Ty. Didn't you pick the Bills to win last week? What happened to that? Uh, it didn't come through. Oh, you were dead wrong, buddy. How you feel about that? I mean, I don't feel great. I'd rather the Bills <laughs> won. I mean, if I'm being completely honest, I really want the Ravens to go to the Super Bowl because I feel they are by far the most deserving team in the AFC when you look at the complete picture of what each team has accomplished this year. So as long as the Ravens go to the Super Bowl, I, I'll eat the uh, Bills losing. Like, that that's completely on me. Uh, so you and our guy Joe Leo are going to join Brandon and myself in our our predictions at the end of the show so i need you guys to be ready for that it's a big moment mm. big moment a lot of pressure oh we're you, all you, we're you always picking, ready you picking losers last week joe leo is obsessed with the gambling brand i know you're not a big gambler but this dude is a degenerate he's out here on his espn bet app betting on like what the chiefs are going to do on their first drive you know how much of a degenerate you got to be i mean when when but when people are into it man like that's what they do like but he's that's... losing all his money he can't lose it all. He he got to win some. Why you think he he's working some. extra hour? He doesn't usually work Sunday mornings, but he hit John. He's like, "Yo, John, man, gotta pay the gotta pay these bills." I've been, right, I've can been we struggling. stop real quick? <laughs> I've been struggling. What's up? What happened? Hey, I don't know, man. You gotta go with your gut when you bet your money, though, man. And and and, and that's and that's what the man felt, you know. So I, I I can't shoot him down for it, you know. I've lost some bets, but I have personal bets. Like I I don't do the whole, you know, the whole uh, electronic betting and you know by points and this person is gonna do this in the fourth quarter. I have this. I don't do all of that. I rather shake your hand, look look, you know, look you in your face and be like bet. Like that. Speaking like of that, speaking that, of which, that, that's how I would do it. You're gonna pay off your bet. We gonna hit Del Frisco's up in uh, in Midtown when you Dang, when you touch down. Is in that, that where you going with it? Uh, like, that's, yeah, we going big time, baby. We going big time. It's that's like, what happens every time I lose a dinner bet to anybody. They want to do that to me. <laughs> it's like whenever you go out with somebody, right, and and you guys are like eating and drinking whatever, and they they offer to front the bill. And you're like, yo, had I known you were going to do that, I would have ordered something else. I would have ordered the, the top-notch filet mignon. Just, just just now you know, right? So now yeah, you know man. I lost the bet. 
and, and this is what it is, and this is what we got, right? And it's crazy because I lost this bet in the game. We should have won. Yeah. The Giants should have beat the Jets, man, and you know that. But know. they didn't. And right. I gotta, I, I, now I got to take you to Dale Frisco. Are you kidding me? So when you touch down, man, and I, look, I got to get a picture with the Super Bowl ring, so make sure you bring that through. I mean, you want to have your security no, and all that. I no, 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 no. I'm going to continue. I'm going to continue. Let you be a Jets fan and not ever be near one of those. <laughs> oh, yo. Yo, Joe, you heard that? Yo, you heard that? That yo, hurts. Jo- that, that, that's Damn. a dagger. It would never. <laughs> Brandon, great job. I'm proud yo. of you for that. <laughs> That might Hold be a up. nuke. That's not a that's not a scud missile. That's something that's heavy artillery right there. Ah, uh, yo, time out. Yeah, that's nah, not, you got you gotta continue cool. your you gotta continue your, your jet fandom and you will never ever. Let me ask you a life. question. Cause I know you, you work out, you do that. So like you, you're able to look yourself in the mirror and be cool with be cool with the person that you are after you just did that? Oh, absolutely. That sits I mean, right in your spirit? Absolutely, it's the Lord's day, right. brother. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is the Lord's day. Come on, it man. is the Lord. It is the Lord's day. You want me to sing to you too? And yeah, let yeah, you know. Let's do that. You sing, sing some gospel? No, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. We head to Queens and talk to D. What's up, D? What's up, man? Listen, Josh Allen. It's funny you talked about Lamar. I'm glad he brought up Lamar. Josh Allen is the way they talk about him is the way they should talk about Lamar and vice versa. Yep. But the way the media talked about Lamar in the draft, they always they basically backdoor using the Josh Allen as a way of invalidating Lamar, even though it's been wrong the entire time. Josh Allen is the way you should talk about Lamar, and Lamar is the way they should talk about Josh Allen because Lamar right. has always been the better player. By the way, I got another one for you, and it, it, it messed up the guy on the phone. The way you guys talk about Damian, James Harden is the way you should talk about Damian Lillard, actually, but we don't want to have that conversation because who's the better player? Always been. Nah, James Harden is the better player, but it's just you need to never come through in the playoffs, bro. He's an all-time choke artist. And, and, what, does, and what does Lillard do? Lillard doesn't choke in the playoffs. He just hasn't been on teams good enough really? to get past round two. Yeah, he, he got to a conference finals once, got swept by Golden State, but it was him, McCollum, and Nurkic. Like, I mean, like, what, what do you expect? I mean, this year, look, D, I'll tell you this. This year, we're going we're, we're gonna to be able to use that analysis because he's, he's on a, 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 a contender now. And if he falls yeah. short, mm-hmm. then we can have that conversation. Yeah, but then why is he to blame and not Giannis? No, Giannis to get all the smoke, especially because it was happening with the coaches and everything. Appreciate the call, D. Uh, they, Giannis got two coaches in eight months fired, which is insane. So this well, better work out. So wait, okay. So I, I'm not up on my game with that. I want you to explain to me how Giannis got two coaches fired. Well, because this is how it works in the NBA. When you are a super duper star, especially one who is reaching a point of contract extension time and you can decide, yeah, I'm not going to play for y'all anymore, you get all the power. So the organization is going to succumb to all of your needs and wants. And if they, and if Mike Budenholzer, first of all, if Mike Budenholzer uh, didn't win that championship in 2021, he would have gotten fired that year. But if, if that's a decision you're going to make, you run it by your best player, which is why they bring in Adrian Griffin, who was an assistant. And if you're going to fire this man before the, the, the damn all-star break, that's a decision you run by your best player, which means that you know Giannis was was in on it, and apparently they they didn't really get along that much. So there's a lot of pressure on him, man. A lot of pressure on him. Well, 
I know the Bucks they're loaded now. They could you know, they they added Lillard to what they have. Um yep. watch they they got a really good front and back court. Uh mm-hmm. so By the way, be... did you did you Go see ahead. uh did you see LeBron last night? Man. Uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Thirty what, thirty nine years old? Thirty he's the oldest player in the league. He's thirty nine years old. He's in year twenty one. And he's and dropping he fi- quadruple doubles. He finished the game <laughs> last night in double overtime after playing 48 minutes with 36, 20, and 12 and, and two free throws to win the game. It is unbelievable that a guy that age is still producing to this level, and no one is shocked. No one is surprised. It's really a non-story. Why? Because we all know he's the greatest player of all time. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Jake in Newark. What's up, Jake? Hey, what's up, fellas, man? Um, agree with you 100% on Josh Allen. And um, I'll, I'll compare him in this way with, with a man that Brandon knows very well, Eli Manning. In no way, shape, or form is Eli even close to him in terms of physical ability. But it seems like every time Eli had a shot to make it happen, he made it happen for the Giants and got rings for it. As opposed to Josh Allen, who seems to be kind of like the what should have got. He doesn't make the guys around him necessarily better. And he doesn't really extend plays or have that moment where you could say Josh Allen won that pivotal game. So you know, I hope better for him. But as of right now, man, he could be this this generation's Dan Marino, who has all of the ability in the world. You could talk about the arm strength and everything he brings as a quarterback. But until he has those defining moments where you could say this dude, the one for this dude, we want to want to eat this player, this player, this play, like that Manningham throw back in the days or the plaque or the, or the Burris catch. You know, it, it just seems that there's certain quarterbacks that when it's time to make it happen, they make it happen. And there's other dudes who are wildly more talented that for whatever reason, man, it's just woulda, coulda, shoulda. And he's dangerously close to that. It's fickle. It's a really thin line. But you can see that all through the histories of different generations of quarterbacks where you got guys that it's not really the talent, man. It's just – when the bell calls for you, man, some dudes show up and some guys don't. And he's dangerously close to being that type of dude, man. But Love the phone. Totally call. agree with Josh Allen right now. Great phone call, Jake. I, I, I disagree with nothing about what he said. Now, look, Josh has had his moments. The the twenty what was it, twenty twenty when they lost in overtime to uh Kansas City <laughs> that necessitated the league changing the overtime rules. Like 13 seconds, Mahomes getting that field goal and then not touching the ball in overtime. You can't blame him for that, right? Like, we understand that mm-hmm. context needs to be applied to every loss. But you, you, you start stockpiling those L's and you're looking at Lamar possibly getting to a Super Bowl. We know Mahomes is already 1-2. You know, CJ's on his way, right? Like, you've got Lamar. I just mentioned Lamar. Burrow's been to one. Like, <laughs> Jim Harbaugh finally hooking up with uh, Justin Herbert. He's finally got a head coach. So we'll see, man. We'll see. Monty and Woodbridge. What's up, Monty? Hey, guys. What's up? Hey, um, you know, I got to disagree with you, man. Josh Allen, I mean, this dude is – but I'm, I'm a Jet fan too. So this dude is phenomenal, man. So what do you disagree with? you know with? what? I said he was phenomenal. Uh, Where you no, disagree? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm disagreeing in the fact that, you know, uh, he is number two. The problem to me is the coaching. When they figure – just like Lamar, when they figure out – what um, weapons he needs, maybe a possession receiver, a back that catches out of the backfield. So this dude can be unstoppable. Everybody talks about Joe Burrow, and I'm like, Joe Burrow? 
I mean, to me, he, he, I'm not looking at Dan Marino. I'm not looking at John Elway when I see him. That's Boomer Esiason, bro. He's got two number one receivers and a, and a, and a, and a, and a crazy defense. Joe Burrow? No, no. Josh Allen, if Josh Allen was playing on the Jets, we'd be rolling. Josh but Allen is a have, baller. But what does that have to do with anything about what I'm talking about, Monty? You're saying that it's all him and this, that, no. I'm telling you, I, they're not I utilizing him correctly. His, here's the thing, Monty. I, he I is don't number have, two. Monty, Monty, Monty. I, I, I love a good back and forth. I love engaging with callers, whether you disagree or agree with me. What I you cannot you. do, what you cannot do is misquote me. I never said it was all his fault. I never said he saying? was not phenomenal. Am I, what am I wrong at? What am I wrong you're at? Wrong, you're saying that he's I'm not very number two. He doesn't. I, I, first of all, that's where I disagree. I don't think he's the second best quarterback in football. I think Lamar and Joe Burrow are better. But we can agree to disagree on the Joe quarterback Burrow. rankings. My my the standard for me is that great players have to be judged by what they do in the postseason. And when this guy's been to one championship game wow. in six years, I think that that is worthy of criticism. Two words, two words, and What's it's that? gonna go for everybody on, on the AFC. It's called Patrick Mahomes. Uh, All right, he lose to Mahomes you last year. He lost to, by the way, by the way, Monty, he lost to Joe Burrow last year. That wasn't Patrick Mahomes. Hey, Joe Burrow has two. He has a, a great defense and two number one receivers. When is Cincinnati's so, defense is great. What? what the, uh, all right. Yeah, I don't know about them having great defense. I, By the I, way, I mean, guess who had the, the number four scoring defense in football this year? That would be the Buffalo Bills. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Cincinnati Bengals, they don't have that, that, that loaded defense. You know, they, they don't. They don't jump out to me, you know, like defensively when I think about a team or a complete team. Yeah. They don't jump out to me. Now, they have a decent defense. You know, they can come out and give up 150 yards on the ground or 200. I mean, 150 yards of total offense, 200 yards of total offense, and win the game. But they, they, they don't consistently do that. Like, you know, like the Jets and, you know, and, and like teams like that, like that has great defense. I, I, don't, I don't see them as being, you know, as, as being that big defensive team like that. Now back to the Ty Butler and Brandon Jacobs show on 98.7 ESPN. The Superbox Bonanza promo. It's the final week of the Superbox Bonanza 5 and your last chance to get your box for the big game. All qualifiers will get a $25 Fanatics gift card and a chance at one of 10 Superbox prizes. Listen uh, every morning to DPH on Rothenberg, our guys, 6A to 10A. And afternoons to Barton Hahn, 12 to 3 in the K-Show. 3 to 630. This year's big game payouts are $500 in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of two grand. It's all brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey and the brand new Tullamore Dew Honey and also Security Dodge. Come get some. For full contest details, go to SuperboxBonanza.com. Quickly, before we go back to the phone calls at 800-919-3776, Jim Harbaugh this week uh, signed with the Chargers. So Justin Herbert now has some real, like, you know, legitimacy at, at, at the head coaching position for the first time in his career. You know, you go Brandon Staley, Anthony Lynn. This guy, whatever you think Herbert's ceiling is, he is going to help maximize that. What do you think about Harbaugh going to uh, the Chargers? You know what I was thinking about? 
just hold hardball to tell, you know to the Chargers thing because I'm like like honestly like me and Jim we don't really see eye to eye. Um, oh wait, what happened? It's just I, I mean just things didn't work out. Oh, there. you went to San Francisco? Yeah, yeah. I, I did. I got hurt. I got hurt right there in the preseason and just after that things weren't things wasn't the same. But it is it is what it is. Uh, it was the time they, they, they it was the year they went to the Super Bowl, played the the Ravens. They ended up cutting me at the end of the season because he wanted to suspend me for the, without without pay for the rest of the season. And and the NFLPA wouldn't let him do that because I was a, I was a veteran on the roster for 12 weeks. We just didn't see eye to eye, man. It just didn't work out. But I think the guys are. I think he's a good coach, and I think he's going to definitely help the Chargers. And I think he's he's going to definitely be good. For Herbert, um, but my question is to everyone, because I saw this somewhere, is it a chance that we can see Colin Kaepernick back in the NFL as a backup mm. of the San Diego Chargers? I mean, uh, the, the L.A. Chargers. So I think that ship has sailed, man, because we're talking about now eight years since he last played in the league. That's a it's long been that time. Long? Yeah, man. 2016. Remember, it became like a political. It was, you know, it was like the president at the time made it. A, a political thing, and it took the nation by storm. So it's been that long, and I was, you know, a huge proponent of him getting back into the league. I didn't appreciate him being blackballed, but now you get to that, like, we're almost a decade since you last played. I just don't think it's going to happen, and I don't yeah, think it if, should happen. If he's still training, if he's still training, we know he's in good shape. We know he's he hasn't been hurt or doing anything. What's the big deal of giving him an opportunity to come in and show he can still play or not? If he can't play, cut him and get another backup. It's hard to take a year. You know this. You know it's hard to take a year off. Uh, so now multiply that by eight. Yeah, like, that's I mean, a I, long time, man. I see what you're saying, and I, and I agree. But it, I don't think it's no. I think he'll give him a shot to see if he can still play. I do believe that. And not pick him up, but I think he'll give him a shot at least to try out. I do believe he's going to do that. Do you think? The Chargers are now a legitimate contender with uh, Harbaugh because they got some weapons, right? You know, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams always hurt, but uh, Derwin James, Bosa, Mack, Asante Samuel Samuel Jr., they have a lot of individual pieces and talent on this team. You need a coach that's able to galvanize and maximize the potential, and you need Justin Herbert to simply be better. Let me tell you something, man. That San Francisco 49er team that Jim Harbaugh coached were loaded. Mm-hmm. Every time, both both years that they were good, they were absolutely loaded. That 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 uh, uh, coach Uyama, the strength and conditioning coach over there, was the best in the business. He had the boys was we were strong, we were big, fast. Like I was in the best shape of my in my uh, of my career when I went to the San Francisco 49ers until I got hurt. Right, but that team had a bunch of great uh, assistant coaches: Greg Roman, the OC, Vic Vangio, the defensive coordinator. Those guys had a, had great plans. Like Jim had a really good staff and really good players. He's not going. He's he's not walking into that uh, in Los Angeles. He's not walking into that same type of team. So I'm looking forward to seeing exactly you know like like what happens. Yeah, it, it, it's uh it's it's gonna be it's gonna be fascinating because that you know the conference. Uh, Mahomes Reed, you got Lamar Harbaugh, you got Burrow, Zach Taylor, you've got uh, Allen McDermott, you know, and now you throw in Herbert and Harbaugh to the mix as, you know, some of the quarterback coach combinations you feel, you know, pretty good about going forward. 800-919-3776. That's Gino in New Jersey. What's up, Gino? 
How you doing, man? Brandon, first off, let me just say uh, I love the way you played, man. You and Ahmad Bradshaw, you guys were like the attitude of the offense. I love you guys. I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Yep. Um, listen, I think they're all great players, but if I had to pick them, if I if I was the GM, I'd pick Mahomes, then Allen, then Lamar, then Burrow. But if I needed, if I had it was in a two minute offense, I think I'd pick Burrow if he was healthy. But the guy's always hurt. Yeah, right. The he's guy's, never. He's guy's not always available. hurt. He's not available. That's what I'm saying. So, you know, when he's playing, he's doing great. But I mean. How long does that last? How long does that last? You come in for three weeks and throw for four, you know, three hundred yards or four touchdowns, you know, uh, and then the next week, you know, he's quite, uh, you know, it's. I, I mean, I, I like Burrow one because he went to LSU and I'm an LSU guy being from Louisiana, uh, but and I, I like him. But I just, I, I think if he was more durable, I think he would. He, I, I think he would outlast all of these guys to be honest with you. But he's just not durable enough for me. Yeah, next year, um, big season for him. It looks like, because we, we had toyed with this idea, T. Higgins, could he be an option for the Jets? Uh, sounds like Cincinnati is going to a, a franchise tag him. Uh, so we could see them give it one more go with, with those guys, Chase and Higgins and then Burrow, the, the big three they have in, in Cincinnati. 800-919-3776, continue to take your phone calls. I do want to get Brandon Jacobs' thoughts on what Kayvon Thibodeau had to say this past week regarding both Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. And if he were in that locker room, how, how would that play out, listening to somebody on your defense uh, with the commentary that he had? So let's get to that next. 800-919-3776. We are leading up to what should be a fantastic, fantastic, fantastic championship Sunday. Uh, Ravens Chiefs got Lions Niners. I'm tempted to pick the Lions to win this game outright. We'll see if that happens. Now back to the Ty Butler and Brandon Jacobs show on 98.7 ESPN. Can we do this real quick? Because I'm getting destroyed before my, my freestyle. Let's, let's be honest, Brandon. Yo, a lot of people out there will say they freestyle, but it's written. They're acting like it's a freestyle, but it's written. They have it, you know, baked into their brain. So it's not a real freestyle. I did that just stream of consciousness. No preparation. Put oh, on so the that spot. was a real freestyle. What you're it saying. was a like, real freestyle, legit man. Legit freestyle. I'm not saying I'm Grammy ready, but yo, give me a couple months to work on my craft, and I'll be out here spitting the bars on the airwaves. I, I tell you what, that. for the guys that can freestyle and the guys that can write their own stuff and put it to a beat, I think music. Is, I, I think musicians are absolutely talented, man. I don't think I can r- rap something if someone wrote it down for me. You know, wrote like I, I just I don't know, man. I just think those guys are really talented to be able to do what they do. Yeah, it's and, and they're speaking from uh, like because I got my boy, my boy Ocho, my boy V. He's he's a rapper, so he texted me. He's like, "Yo, let's not talk about what you just did." I'm like, "Fam, you're a rapper. Like, you look at it through a different lens." Make sure y'all check him out on Apple Music, by the way. My boy Ocho, a okay, but uh, he he can critique me. But come on, man, I'm I'm this is straight off the dome. The, the pressure, the Joe Leo's like, yo, I've heard better. Tom Bauer chimes in. He's like, yeah, let's let's get to this, back to the sports. I want to hear y'all f- try to freestyle. <laughs> no, I'm good. You should just stick to your day exactly. job, though. Exactly. 
Exactly. <laughs> I'm not killing you, but it, put it in you the live context. In a glass house. Ty, put it in the context that we were having. It was in the context of the conversation that 90% of the people that freestyle can't do it, and the 10% that can are getting paid for it. <laughs> man, y'all some haters, man. Listen, at least you have the confidence wrong? to try and do it, though. I will give you that. You I, try. I, completely yeah, agree I, I don't that. even have it in me to try it, so I got to give you credit for that. Y'all some haters, man. That's all I'm going to say. Y'all some haters. You know what? Uh, let's let's do this just because we have to address the elephant in the room. All right, so Kayvon Thibodeau appeared on Carmelo Anthony's podcast, 7 p.m. in Brooklyn. It's Thibodeau. 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 Kayvon yes. Thibodeau. My bad, because yes. I got um, Tom Thibodeau in my head because I watched the Knicks yesterday. Miami, uh, Miami going down. Uh, to the Knicks, but shout out to Julius Randle. Hopefully, he's okay dealing with that shoulder injury. But uh, Thibodeau, Kayvon Thibodeau, uh, he's on the Mellow Podcast, 7 p.m. in Brooklyn, and this is what he had to say about Saquon and whether or not he deserves to be paid before Daniel Jones. You paid Daniel Jones forty million. It was a great. I, I, me, I believe a lot of people was mad at that. Okay. A lot of people was mad at that. But I was like, let, listen. Me, let me tell you what I'm mad at, and it's the only thing I'll say about that. What I'm mad about is that Saquon, because if you look at the game, the tape, Saquon was responsible for at least thirty percent of our explosive plays. Oh, yeah. Not more. Talking about the year we won the playoff game. So for me and for the integrity of working together and hard work, and we all believe the same things. I feel like. Saquon should have got paid first. Mm. That's what I feel. And maybe, I don't know the back end. Maybe it's a franchise. Maybe it's an extension. Maybe it's blah, blah, blah. That's none of my business. I don't, you know. That's just I focus of, on me. That's the respect we was talking about. Exactly. Like, it's, it's, With it's, the you, team chemistry yeah, and all Because like, we see on. it. Why not? Like, yeah. when you think of Saquon, who you think of? That's it. Giant. He's the face of the game. Man. So let me ask you this. First of all, let's get your reaction to what he said. Well, I'm, I'm going to say this, and usually we would never have anybody on the team say or comment on who they pay first or why they paid them first or so on and so forth. Um, it's just a new day, man, new athletes with new with, with new ideas, and these these guys are different. So, you know, um, is that, if that's how he felt, you know, if that's how he felt, I mean, I can't, I can't blame him from, for uh, expressing, you know, how he felt publicly. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure how how that went over in the building or how, or how they felt about it. Uh, so I, I'm sure they got to adjust with, with the new athletes and, and, and with the new humor that comes from these guys and and and, and all of these different personalities. A lot of us were, were the same back then. Like we were the same person pretty much. So you got what you got. With, you know, like like with us. A lot of these new guys are just are, are just different. But he, he he expressed his feelings. I can't say I felt one way or another about it though. Uh, is this divisive for the locker room? Because uh, if you're Daniel Jones and, and you're coming into a, a locker room where one of your teammates just said that, I mean, it's a little awkward, no? Well, he said he started off to clear that part to make that not be an issue by saying he believed in Daniel Jones. He believed in Daniel Jones, and he, he believed Daniel Jones is the guy for the franchise. He said that to keep that part out, to keep the, you know, to, to you know, to be to have it still be normal. So he, he made sure to say that. But then he gave his opinion on who they should have paid first. Right? Spot <laughs> <laughs> all I can say about it, man. You know, hey fam, uh, you gotta do this on a podcast? Like we can't just keep this in house. Well there's no other reason to talk about it in house, you know? There's no reason to talk about it there. So he's just letting his feelings, I guess, be known. And I I'm sure he probably called DJ afterwards and, and said something to him or 
you know, called him before, you know, just it's not a slap in the face of Daniel Jones. It's just, it's just, it's just because he said he likes him and think he's the guy. And yeah, he but here's, him. here's the problem, though, man. Daniel Jones and you know, y'all athletes love to pretend y'all don't listen to the media and fans. Y'all, y'all a bunch of liars. Daniel Jones has heard now, uh, for an entire year that they shouldn't have paid him. You got fans are saying it, media is saying it. You get uh, the season that transpires, which leads the Giants to be in a position where they could draft his replacement. You've got the coach sometimes screaming at him on the sidelines, throwing haymakers. So he's catching it from from different directions. And now your teammate on a podcast just, you know, unnecessarily says something like this. And, yeah, he can dress it up the way he wants to. But he's taking a shot at Daniel Jones. Because, if, look, if Daniel Jones were, you know, Mahomes, you think he's saying that? Yeah, I think Saquon should have gotten paid before Mahomes. And that's supposed to be your teammate. So I think because of everything Jones has had to deal with from the media, from the fans, from the coaches, and now from his players, just puts him in a bad spot. Yeah, I could definitely see what you're saying. And, and I, it's hard for me to comment on this in a way where I can, you know, make it make sense because I can't. Make it make sense, but I, I do I do believe that that he's just stating his opinion and, and how he feels. So, Ty, you know, let me ask you a question. How do you feel about how do well do you feel he's right? Let's say that. No, I because and look, it's easy to do this, you know, after the fact, right? We can, you know, no pun intended. Monday Monday morning quarterback. I I think the Giants were in a position where there was no alternative. This guy had put up the best season of his career. And you know, helped you win a playoff game. At that point, you don't just turn to someone else when there's no someone else available. And with Saquon, like I, I, I don't mean to. I, I want to say this in a respectful way because you played the position. I don't want to disrespect that. But we're seeing that the running back position has become devalued, right? Like that's that's a trend around football. You can agree or disagree on whether that should be the case. The reality is that's what's happening. So I think it would have been. Um, it would not have been smart for this regime trying to usher in a new era of prosperity to, in lieu of paying their quarterback, pay the position that the league is telling you just isn't as important as it used to be. That's my thoughts on it. That makes sense? It does make sense, and I, and, and I see that. Yeah, you know, the running back position is super devalued. It's going to be it's, – it's, it's going to get, you know, worse – you know, as the years go on, uh, I think Saquon Barkley. I think with his injury history that that he's had, and um, you know, but the the guy is definitely explosive, and he is uh, responsible for a lot of of the great offensive plays that the New Absolutely. York Giants has had. So I I, I understand what Kayvon is talking about when you say that. You know, uh, um, I like Daniel Jones myself. I think I I think another year. You know. You know, coming, I think he'll get better and better. You know, uh, we got to stop, you know, again, pointing the finger at the offensive line and, and, and driving all these tackles high, and three years later we're doing it again. You know, um, but who should have been paid first? I, I, I got to say me being a guy who, who understands that offense isn't really going to move without Saquon, I do understand where he's coming from. Yeah, and I'll, I'll say this too. Look, I'm a Jet fan, so I, I don't really have a quote-unquote rooting interest. But I, I love Saquon, man, I, and I, I hope he gets paid uh, because this guy is the face of the organization. 
And, you know, he's been the most productive player since he was drafted. And, yes, the injury history works against him. The devaluing of the position, that doesn't work in his favor. But, you know, he's he's loved by his teammates. The fans adore him. And that's not why you pay a guy. But it also uh, it, it can be a reason why it's it's good in addition to it being the right move where, where it makes sense. So I hope they pay him. I want to see him stay a giant for his life, uh, for the entirety of, uh, of his career. He wants to do that, so all power to him. And I hope they can figure it out.